Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. We're glad to be with you on a Friday afternoon. The Eagle Hour broadcasting live today from 4th Street Bar and Grill as we get ready for another home football game. Luke, Kelly, Bob, and Michael here at 4th Street. Esquire back at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. And we're glad you're with us this afternoon. Going to be talking to Slade a little later in the show. He's the proprietor of this fine place. Also, we'll do our college football picks as we do every Friday. And real quickly, before we bring our guest on, I just had catfish for lunch. Eight ninety five for for a plate like that, Mike. What do you say? Best catfish I've ever had. And I'm not saying that because we're here. I was telling you off air yeah. that literally the best catfish well, I've ever but had. But don't ask Slade for the recipe because no, he won't. No. It's secret. But yeah. I'm going to be here every Friday if you need me. And now, the two boys that are watching their figures had the salad. Yeah. So sweet. I did. I did. And, and it's you Friday. Had a, I had a Philly cheesesteak. Okay. You're good. All right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Eat like a man. Yeah. but I, And I had a salad. But full confession, it was, it, was, it was out of a 55-gallon drum. So I had a <laughs> lot of salad. <laughs> so a uh, great place to have lunch, 4th Street Bar Grill. Happy to be down here. We'll be here every Friday before home football games. All right, let's go to the phone. Uh, we want to talk football, and when we want to talk football, we go to the finest football player that ever wore the black and gold, the perfect 10, Reggie Collier, on the phone. Guys, in all honesty, where the competition level drops some, and the Golden Eagles should be able to win a lot of games. But there's three different seasons, though, Bob. There's the beginning of the season. There's the beginning of the conference season, which is now, okay? The conference games are the ones that count because that's the championship you want to play for. And then there's bowl season, okay? So the beginning of the second season is now. And, again, I think the second season is the most important because the conference wins and losses will determine who plays for the championship. So, again, this is the second first game of the year, if you will. Well, that's right. Look, I'm sure you agree. It's it, the, the important games are now on the slate. Yeah, I mean, and you look at the the non-conference schedule the Eagles have had. It's, I mean, let's be honest. It's one of the toughest anybody will play. It's probably the toughest in Conference USA, and you play three of the first four on the road. So I, I believe uh, when you look at what the Eagles have done and you look at where they played, you don't want to blow off anybody, but especially tomorrow. And, you know, th- these will be relatively – easier games than what you've been facing. All right, I think we have Reggie back on the phone. Are you with us, Reggie? I'm here. Okay, Reggie Collier with us on the phone. Reggie, we're talking about the Golden Eagles. Finished the really kind of the preseason, in a sense, games that are not in the conference, and now head into conference play. First of all, your evaluation of what you've seen uh, with this football team in the first four games. Well, you know, I think uh, – we're kind of where we want to be. You won two of the games that you were expected to win. Uh, and then the other two games, of course, against Mississippi State and Alabama, um, you didn't win. So, and we weren't expected to win, to be honest with you. But uh, I think it's 
they're exactly where they want to be. All right, so now what do they have to do, Reggie, to be as successful as they want to be uh, in Conference USA play? Well, they got to actually do what they're supposed to do. I mean, I'm, I know it, it sounds uh, like a little cliche, but I think we have enough talent. And the way we've been doing things this past four games that if they take care of business and do what they're supposed to do, because as you said earlier, you know, those those four games that we had, two of those were pretty tough, and the other two were out of conference, and we took care of business like we were supposed to do. So if we could just stay the course, do what we're supposed to do, handle the business as we're supposed to handle it, uh, I think we're looking forward to a successful season. And I don't think it's a situation, too. Remember when the schedule came out, everybody thought that the swing game in the first four was going to be the Troy game, right? That that yeah. would kind of be a precursor as to what the rest of the season would have in store. Reg, when you look at Conference USA, the teams that were supposed to be really strong have really sputtered. You know, the two the two Florida schools, and, and North Texas is good, but I don't think any one of those three teams are as good as everybody thought they were going to be. Tech doesn't appear to be as strong as maybe they as were expected to be. If there's a surprise team, and really trying to look at this with my eyes rather than my heart, the surprise team to me is Southern Miss. They're relatively healthy. They're deeper than they've been in a long time. And again, when you shake out the talent, as you mentioned, in Conference USA, I th- maybe, maybe I am seeing it with my heart, but I think they can win this league and I think they can run the table. I don't expect that well, to happen, but I think they can. I think it's a possibility, but I look at it completely different than you do. You have to take this thing one game at a time. Because for whatever reason, during the course of the season, when you start looking forward, then you lose focus on what you're supposed to be doing at the particular moment. So, that being said, it really doesn't matter what those other teams are doing. It really doesn't matter who's projected who's projected to win eight, nine, ten games, and who's projected to win two or three. Because as we well as we all know, a team that's only won one or two games can come up and bite you in a heartbeat. So, with that being said, you've got to take care of it one game at a time, regardless of what anybody else is doing. All the outside noise in the conference, the teams, or whatever, Southern Miss has to focus on Southern Miss, and if Southern Miss does that. We have an opportunity to do something good this year. Reggie, you sound a lot like uh, Scott Barry, who was on the show yesterday. You really don't compete against your opponent. You're trying to take care of, uh, of yourself. But when you do play a, a team like UTEP, you come in a 26-point favorite tomorrow. How important, though, as a, as a player was it for you to play, in some ways, an opponent that you expected to beat to get some confidence before you were going to play uh, somebody that would uh, give you more of a test? Well, Luke, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you, but I don't, when I was playing, we didn't need to play nobody to get confidence. We already had it. You know, we felt like we could beat anybody we played. Anybody we lined up against, we could beat them. It didn't matter if it was State, Ole Miss, Alabama, Auburn, Florida State, Louisiana Tech, Tulane, it didn't matter. We felt like we didn't need a team to beat up on to gain confidence. And I think that's one of the things that, we're going to have to strive to do, and it goes back to what I said earlier. You believe in yourself. You believe in Southern Miss football, and these guys believe in what they do and what they're capable of doing. It doesn't matter whether you play UTEP. 
and beat up on them 26 points or more to gain confidence for the rest of the season. You take care of your business. It goes back to what I said earlier. You take care of what you're supposed to do. You don't have to worry about having a game like this to have confidence. And that's uh, really what the you know the program wants to get is that confidence back the way that, that you guys play. Jack Abraham um, is an efficient quarterback. He's a very accurate quarterback. Uh, Reggie, what's been your take on him uh, so far, especially with the wonderful receiving core that he has? Hey, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's doing what he's expected. I mean, what what you know what he's expected of by Jay and his coaching staff because a lot of it depends on what he does, how he goes. So Southern Miss offense goes. So. But based on the offense that they run, uh, he's in complete control of it, over it. So how he plays is pretty much how Southern Miss offense goes. Because we Reggie, have a great, do you see improvement in this football team? I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I, we're having a little bit of a delay in hearing you. Do you see improvement in this football team over the team you watched last year? Oh, most, oh, most definitely. I mean, I mean, just, just what you said earlier. They have a lot more depth to work with. He's got a lot more athletes to work with. I think they've had more athletes this year than they've had in quite a while, and it makes a difference, and I think it's showing up um, yeah. on the field. Yeah. All right, my man, listen, we always enjoy having you on the Eagle Hour, as you know, and uh, next time we're down here and uh, you come with us, and uh, Kelly will buy your lunch. Does that sound good? All right, that sounds like a plan, my man. All right, thank you so much, Reggie. Not a problem. Reggie Collier, the perfect 10 on the Eagle Hour, 4th Street Barn Grill. Yeah, that was a nice invitation you gave him, Bob, but if his choice is playing golf or having, or having lunch, lunch with, with me, you, I know which one he's, he's going to choose. probably going to do so. that. I know, which right. one, I know which one I'd choose, too. <laughs> My money's safe. The food is delicious, the atmosphere is great, and the memorabilia is unmatched. We're pre-gaming, baby. At 4th Street Bar and Grill. That's where the Eagle Hour will continue right after this. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Our thanks to Reggie Collier for joining us over the phone. We're at Fourth Street Bar and Grill today, and we will be here every Friday before each and every home football game at Southern Miss. And I can't think of a better place for anybody listening uh, to come before Southern Miss football games uh, than here in Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Delicious food. Slate White, the owner, he is here with us. And I don't know who cooks your catfish, my man, but that was about as good as you can uh, eat right there. That was delicious. So thank you for lunch. Oh, man, we uh, we definitely appreciate y'all coming in. We're happy to have y'all all the time. Um, we have a very solid crew here. We've uh, tweaked and tweaked it, and uh, I think now we've got our best staff ever. Hey, you were talking about Bob was, had talked about the catfish and Michael too. So, and you said that the what goes into the um, 
The batter. The batter. Yeah. That you won't tell people what it is. You, you do talk that you have to go to different states to get different ingredients that you can't get around here. But what when you find something that you think tastes good, what, what is it? What has to happen for you to say, this is ready, this is what we're going to go with? Well, uh, first and foremost, like, say the catfish. That's, that's an old recipe that... Uh, my, it's a family recipe from way back. The ingredients that we put in it and all that, and we tried it at Sidelines first, which is our sister bar out there in Oak Grove, and uh, seemed to seemed to work well there. So why, you know, if it's not broken, don't don't try to fix it. So um, that, along with other things, like we're just now, I'm just now working on a new menu over here that we're going to introduce a few things. But even like this week, um, like we did a meatball sub. That's our sandwich of the week. You can you can kind of follow us on Facebook and Instagram and keep up with these special menu items. But uh, like I I think we discussed it last time, Kelly, that if if I did it all the time, it wouldn't be special. So that's right. I miss my special chicken <laughs> wrap. <laughs> so I, next time that there's something on the special menu, I got to hit y'all up two Isn't or this three where times. You told a week? me about the uh, odd sandwich too. That you chicken said thigh. The chicken you thigh sandwich. So that, one, yeah. that one's coming back around too. But. Um, just to answer your question, I mean, it's not just me that decides it. It's not just my partner. Um, we we put it to the test and put it out there, put feelers on it, and we take feedback from customers and, you know, hey, I, this sauce was not good, blah, blah, blah. And then once we find a good product, we stick with it. We uh, we buy the real Mississippi farm-raised catfish. We we deal with uh, mainly Cisco. I don't mind throwing them, a, you know, a little prop right there because they got good ingredients. I got a great rep. So when everything gels as a team that's how businesses are made and successful but some but some of the seasonings that go into the catfish batter how did you find the, some of the ingredients in texas Look, he's, tr- he's trying to get you to give away yeah, no, your no, secrets. I, I, don't I, I don't, don't feel the pressure to. okay i know he's not well, going this to this is something that uh my father turned me on to kelly it's been 30 years ago that we found a seasoned salt and then when you find a certain batter to go with that salt and you don't have to do a lot of work to it, then that makes the ingredient just perfect. And, you know, use a good cornmeal, use a good, just, you know, use good products. And then when you find something that tastes so good that you don't have to add a lot to, then it's easy. You know, you want things like that in life. You don't want to have to do a lot of work and turn out a quality product. So that's what we find to do. We don't we don't try to overwork our staff here. and um, but we do want to have a quality product. But you keep going back to that that seasoning. But that's just something that I found, like I say, 30 years ago. And I would buy the stuff by the flats, and that would be my Christmas gift to people, saying, you want some of the best stuff to put in your mouth? This is it. Oh, hey, so. if you're going to buy anything, buy it by the flat. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always thought that. Uh, that's, what, that's what you cook every Friday, though, right? You yes. have different meals. You have different lunch meals every day. Yes, sir. We uh Fridays, of course, Catfish Friday, and then another big one is uh, Pork Chop Thursday. Oh, uh, he talks about it all. Yeah. And okay. Kelly's, we we yeah. do that at both places, but um, but that's a it's a big, you know, we cut our own chops and uh, fresh every Thursday, and that's a big day. But um, other days are uh, we have um, hamburger steak where we hand patty our own hamburger steaks out on Tuesdays. Um, country fried steak on wednesday mm, and then monday we do like a, a chef's choice um as, as it gets colder we'll start we'll start throwing in some red beans and rice for monday day lunch and monday night football is that ever going to happen so is it say. ever going to get colder <laughs> i don't know they uh so i was i was uh somewhere earlier when i saw kelly and the guy was talking about well i heard i hear in two weeks it's going to get in the 50s and i'm like yeah in north of us like in chicago 
Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. or at 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. You know? All right, now talk about football Saturdays. Talk about Man. tomorrow, for example. Golden Eagles play at 6 o'clock, but I'm sure – Golden Eagle fans will have a lot of things to look forward to here. Yes, sir. We, uh, you know, being a later game tomorrow, we won't do a brunch, but we'll have we'll have the doors open at eleven o'clock. Bloody Mary bar going. Uh, we serving mimosas and things like that. So Hello. we can get you we can get you pregame to your pregame out there before right. you go to tailgate. So right. um, I, I, I got to say something too, and we've we've talked to Slade before, but we've ne- I've never said this. And one of the things that I most appreciate about Fourth Street is it's one of the few places that you've ever been around to where everybody's here as far as young people, I'm saying mm-hmm. college kids, you got older people like you and me, Bob, right. you got people of all ethnicities, right. you've got people of all religions. Right. Th- this is one of the coolest places where everybody gets along. You know, different establishments in town is known as the college bar or the karaoke bar or whatever. This place is everybody all the time. Everybody gets along. It's really a cool place. Is that is that just by chance, Slater? Well, when uh, when I, when it was the end zone, I, I frequented here a lot, and um, I kind of saw just some of the things I would change. And I, some of the old bartenders from way back, you know, always said, "Hey, if this place ever comes up for sale, let me know." And not that I had money laying around or anything like that, but through the different walks of life, it it happened, and um, and so I knew some things that I didn't want to take away from them, but I saw what they did good, and uh, number one is welcoming people, and that's what we do, and you, our motto around here is play nice or leave. I mean, we don't put up with any stuff that is going to disrupt the flow of people having a good time, so. It, it's, it's just really cool, and as an older person, the, the love that you feel from the college students, mm. and you know, it's, it, it is really cool. You're, you're respected here and, and appreciated. Right, and, we, and we, we'll continue to strive for that. We've, you know, we had to change some attitudes around here a little bit, but everybody jumped on board. They saw the master plan, and here we are. Second I just year. want to compliment your establishment. If you're welcoming and making Kelly Sander appreciated, you're doing well in the community, so congratulations. Well, there's not a lot of places that can say that. No, and normally when Bob and I go out to places, we'll talk to people, but after two minutes, they're usually asleep. You know? <laughs> well, we, we're not saying that. Or call it, security. Yeah, yeah. If somebody slide me a 50 or something to do a little charity work for Kelly. But, you know, but no, we, we enjoy having him, and uh, we follow you know your shows and the other local shows that are around town that that put stuff back into Hattiesburg and the environment, not just Fourth Street or not just sidelines, but in general. So we appreciate what y'all do, and you know to to give the local force. Some- you know, there's been a lot of Southern Miss camaraderie through the years in this building right here. Hasn't yes, sir. Been, huh? there's, there's probably been a lot if- of lies and a lot of stuff. <laughs> that if these walls could talk. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you take Dave Brandon, who's just a local celebrity by himself. He owned it, you know, and then Mike and Gail had it, but. I remember seeing, you know, with the Farbs in here and, the, uh, you know, the different football players and the baseball players. And, you know, some of them don't drink or don't, you know, just want to stay away from it. But if they come in and see, y'all have hit it on every, every time. If they just come in and see what the display we got and have oh, lunch. amazing. I see new stuff every time I was looking today because a lot of this predates me. But I looked up in the Nebraska, there's a picture of the Nebraska score. 2004, like I played in that game. You know, I mean, right, it's just yeah. it's pretty incredible. And if people haven't been in here, you, you'd be hard pressed to find a, a better collection of Southern Miss memorabilia anywhere. And that picture, Luke, is in color. 
It is. <laughs> it is. You know, I noticed. Too, I was really glad. You to were see fifty the, years old when that game yes. was played, Kelly. The, uh, the day we beat Bear Bryant, thirty-eight to twenty-nine, yeah. wasn't so long ago that it was in black and white. That picture's in color too. That's encouraging. Mm-hmm. That's uh, this. This we got, and people still are giving to us. You know, like if somebody says, "I've got a nice feast," and I'll take down a beer sign and put up a nice mm-hmm. piece. So, so it's, a lot of this has been donated. A lot of this memorabilia. Some of it has. We kind of touched on it last time, where uh, I, they left some when they left the building, and uh-huh. then since then, you know, even people like uh, I mentioned, um, a couple of actually Favre's team from the Independence Bowl year came in, and they were uh, in for that fanfare. And they're gonna. They said this is better than my closet, so they're supposed to send me right. some jerseys. Wow. Well, well, Slade, I also the, now that school's back in session, two trivia's cranking back up again. Yeah. Yes, sir. We're fixing to start trivia back, and then like I said, like I said last time, that if there's a day that we find on a calendar to celebrate it, we'd, we're going to do it. Like the other day was one hit wonder day, and everybody had a good time with just trying to guess the songs. But trivia, Monday night football, Sunday football, we're going to have something. If it, if it's a sport on and we can watch it and celebrate it all together, then we're gonna do you uh, do you show Redskin games here? Uh, we no, do pro, if they're pro on, football. Oh, okay, professional <laughs> football. Let the man answer yeah. the question, if, please. If they're on uh, if they're on regular TV, I don't have the NFL package here. It's it's incredible what that company wants to charge you as a new establishment. We were asking for Bob, and you know it may yeah. hurt your establishment. I'm cool with just who that's. So I'm, well, I'm and I'm, that. I'm going to say Sunday night. It's bound to be nuts in here. This Slater. is this is going to be a good one. This is a, this is a Saints place. So um, you definitely uh, if you don't have a place to watch it, then come here, and you can hoot at with the best of them in here. But a Sunday night's going to be an interesting game where. The boys think they are Super Bowl bound for beating three crappy teams. So. Hey, 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 hey. Talk it. Talk it, talk it. All right, Slade. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. We're at 4th you. Street Bar and Grill. We're live on the Eagle Hour, and we will be right back. To the top. Back at 4th Street Bar and Grill on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Not only the sponsor for today's show on the road, but the sponsor for the third segment of the Eagle Hour every single day. Southern Miss memorabilia. I had a really good Philly cheesesteak. Kelly had a salad out of a drum, and Bob had the famous catfish. Appreciate Slade White joining us in that earlier uh, segment. And just be sure to come up, come out tomorrow, open at 11. You can get your pregame on at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Eagles taking on UTEP. And, guys, I'm looking up here, some pretty impressive helmets. you got uh, North Texas, Nebraska. Two, two North helmets win, Luke. Two UTEP. Yeah. Yeah. And two North Texas. There's the, the right. script. And then the, on the other side of that speaker, you see the wings, yeah. the green wings. Old Dominion, Houston, yeah. Nebraska, Louisiana Tech, Marshall. 
Kansas, so a tip to uh, Les Miles in here. Yeah. But uh, the Eagles are taking on, it's appropriate that there are two UTEP helmets up there because the Eagles taking on the Miners tomorrow. Uh, UTEP 1-2 and two on the year. They opened up uh, with an, uh, a win against Houston Baptist and then have dropped uh, their last two games. Uh, and so this is a conference opener um, for both teams. They lost to Texas Tech week two, lost to Nevada last week, a little better week um, last week. But when you look at them, and I kind of hinted at it with Reggie, UTEP only uh, giving a, or only throwing for about 145, 146 yards a game. It, it, it almost you feel like it arrives at a perfect time. The, the scheduling gives the Eagles an opportunity to have some confidence, and you got a bye week, and then North Texas comes into the rock. I agree. I mean, I think I think the timing of this is excellent. And UTEP, we you know we talked with their radio guy earlier, um, not today, but earlier on the program a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how you know he he looked to see marked improvements in UTEP. And quite honestly, you guys, I haven't seen it yet. Now, I know they played, you know, Texas Tech, pretty solid club. Nevada is nothing special. No. You know, so I just I haven't seen the improvements yet. So anytime you play a team, you want to play them when they're not on a roll. And UTEP is not. Right you now. look at Southern Miss defense and uncharacteristic, but you look at what the who they've been playing. Uh, Eagles giving up 410 yards uh, on defense. And getting close to 400, 396 yards on offense. UTEP completely opposite. They're giving up 413 a game and only uh, gaining about 300 yards a game. So it's not only a, a, a game where the uh, the defense can get some confidence, but I think we're I think Buster Faulkner will commit to the run early tomorrow. It seems like this offense though has been a throw first, run second. You might try them to see establish um, some more of the run tomorrow, but I think that they're going to have a field day in the secondary once the passing game opens up. More vertical game tomorrow, especially to Quez Watkins. And when you look at the overall health of the program, and and for those of you out there that that follow point spreads and all that kind of stuff, you know. When can you say the last time that Southern Miss was a 28-point favorite over anybody? Yeah. So the health of the program is, is clearly, it appears, and, and all you can do is compare your program to everybody else in the conference, right? Because, that, again, that's what you're playing. And I, and I respect what Reggie said about a game at a time. I totally get that. But I'm just saying when you look at the overall health of the program, you got the Eagles now a twenty-eight point favorite over anybody, right? You know, you should be so, happy with that. Absolutely, Bob. I don't. I do not only see it. I'm, I'm with Reggie. One game at a time. But when you look at your schedule, each game provides you an opportunity, opportunity to get better, an opportunity to work on this and work on that. But I mean, I, I really feel like tomorrow night is the perfect gift for a Southern Miss team that has the a three hard, really hard game uh, road stretch, and they come back home. I'm thinking there's there's got to be a good crowd tomorrow night. I think there'll be a decent crowd, and you're right. I think playing UTEP the week after you've played Alabama and the week before that you're on the road to Troy, and the week before that you're on the road to Mississippi State, they probably need a, a bit of a break. Uh, I look for an easy win tomorrow night, but then, guys, i got to tell you, I think the next two weeks after, well, there's a week off, but the next two games after that, probably going to decide who wins the West because they played North Texas and uh, – and uh, Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. But again, going and that this is going to make Reggie's skin crawl. But North Texas doesn't appear good. Good, they're good. Offensively, yes. Defensively, they're down. But yeah, but I so I don't think I don't think they're this juggernaut that everybody thought that they were going to be in that they were going to steamroll the West. If there's a team that I'm worried about right now, 
It's UAB. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. And, just UAB. because of what they present to anybody. Well, and it, everybody thought that they were ravaged by graduation. And, uh, and clearly the numbers were down because of graduation, but it doesn't look like they've missed a beat. Bob. Two reasons to be afraid of them. They're, they've got a great coach. There's no question about that. They've got our number, play. man. That's what I was about to tell you. In every sport, every sport. It seems like UAB is the heartbreaker for Southern Miss. Thankfully, we don't have to fool with them till November. So but let's let's get through hockey. That happened in basketball, first. did it? And, and you remember when Fedora was here? We were a win away from going to you know potentially a, a you know one of the top bowl games, and UAB upsets us. Let's do some picks. Conference USA schedule for tomorrow, kicking off at 11 a.m. Middle Tennessee. Goes to number 14, Iowa. Uh, pretty sure I know how you guys are going to pick, but pretty cool that the Raiders get to take part in that first quarter wave at the Children's Hospital tomorrow at right, Iowa. That's a cool thing. Now, Iowa beat Iowa uh, State? Yes, I'm, I'm still, okay. still okay. heartbroken In that case, that. I'm going with Iowa. Iowa's a 24-point pick. I don't know that they'll cover, but they'll win at Kinnick Stadium. Michael, Iowa? Yes. That's pretty good, Kelly. He didn't even have to look at the screen for the line. I mean, he's got yeah, it memorized. Got it down. Hawkeyes, uh, 2.30 uh, opening conference of Florida Atlantic. The Fighting Kiffins go up to Charlotte to take on the 49ers. Charlotte is a one-point favorite with that offense. I'm saying no, no, no. I'm going with uh, the lane train. No, Charlotte has surprised me, man. They, they have really surprised me. I, You know, I, I'm taking Charlotte to win that game. Mm. Michael? Lane train. Yep. Charlotte played the best team in the, the nation last week, and I think they'll take care of Kiffin uh, this week. They got cream, you should add. They got cream, okay, but I think they'll take care of Kiffin. Four o'clock tomorrow afternoon, Cincinnati at Marshall. Opportunity for Marshall, big group of five game there uh, for the herd. You'll see what they're made of. I'd love to say I think Marshall's going to win, but Conference USA's record against Power 5 schools is so dismal. You know, you just have to think Cincinnati wins a game. Well, if it's the University of Cincinnati, <laughs> they have a chance. They do. The, the Cincinnati will so win. So you're saying if they Marshall have a was chance. playing the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Marshall yeah, would Marshall, win going uh, yeah, away. Marshall. Let's be specific on the Cincinnati, <laughs> yeah. the Bearcats. Yes. Yeah, Michael, Cincinnati. I'm going Cincinnati with a road win. Five o'clock to tomorrow afternoon. East Carolina uh, goes over to Northfolk to take on Old Dominion. Remember the years that East Carolina and Southern Miss were such rivals? I remember one year they were such rivals that they were the matchup in the NCAA college football video game. It was Southern Miss and East Carolina. Uh, not that that means anything. I think their program is way down, though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I would say Old Dominion in a close Yeah, game. I'm going to take Old Dominion, too, and I never thought I would pick Old Dominion over anybody this year, but right. they're, they're improved. Yeah, it will be close to Old Dominion. Old Dominion, you know, a couple weeks ago uh, played Virginia pretty close, and I didn't know that Bob ever played video games, so I'll go with his pick, Old Dominion. Well, Pong, you know, we played Pong yeah. back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. That's what true. Was, what was the thing yeah, that all, pong, all the little things dropped down from the sky and you a- had to shoot uh, them? Asteroids? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Space Invaders. UAB, this is my conference. This is my conference USA game of the week, UAB Western Kentucky, UAB 3-0, and but as Patrick McGee reminded us this week, they haven't really played anybody. South Alabama's down on the road in Bowling Green. The Blazers are my second favorite conference USA team. I'm going with the Blazers. And they're, and they're giving three points to the Hilltoppers right. at Bowling Green. I think UAB is going to crush, crush Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. UAB. They won't crush them, but they'll beat them by 10 or so. Well, that's crushing. That's 6 p.m., Louisiana Tech at Rice. <laughs> Next. Everybody beats Rice. Louisiana Tech. 
As much as I would want to pull for Rice, I mean, you have to pull for Rice in this one, don't you? I mean, yes. Because you, you want yeah. LaTeX to lose, but yeah, LaTeX. Well, you, you can pull will. for him all you want, but it's, it's not going to ch- <laughs> change your result. Uh, really, the college football story of the week, Houston's quarterback. Uh, hey, guys, I'm going to sit out the rest of the season and come back for round two. Houston at North Texas. You know, I think this is a bounce-back game for North Texas. These, these games are rare. Well, I don't guess Houston is a Power 5 school, correct? American. In the AAC. I mean, that's not a Power 5 conference. No. Well, I, I kind of like North Texas to bounce back. I don't. Houston's getting six. I think Houston's going to win it outright. I'm going with Kelly, Houston. Seven and a half here. Oh, really? Okay. But I'm doing an up and down. Okay. I will really want Houston to win this one. I think North Texas pulls it out late. And then the one that we're all looking at, 6 p.m. tomorrow night, in the Rock, UTEP at Southern Miss. Uh, I know what you'll pick. Give me a number that the Golden Eagles will beat UTEP by. Four touchdowns. UTEP's terrible. Well, that's the spread, I think, is right. four touchdowns. I don't think it'll be that bad. I'll, I'll say 22 to 24, but I, I think the Miners will cover. Yeah, Southern Miss with three touchdowns, I think. I'm going to make this prediction, too. I think the biggest fight of the day will be people fighting over the pizza and wings at our tailgate tomorrow for the veterans. I yeah. Think that'll, I think that will probably be a And problem. remember, tomorrow is the first day you can buy beer. Correct. At, not at, at the Rock. Something no. about that. Huh? Not at our something about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and a great marketing ploy, too, because we're playing. Southern Miss is playing the Miners. So, yes. so you, no Miners. Tomorrow, where particularly else, in where line else to buy beer. Except at our tailgate behind Southern Hall, can you see Kelly Sander and Hooters Girls in the same location? What a Only because they're wow. on contract and have to be. Got to hit a commercial break, <laughs> guys. How convenient. How convenient. We're live at 4th Street Bar and Grill. We'll close out the Eagle Hour. Security. Right after this. <laughs> Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back live at 4th Street Bar and Grill on 4th Street, just in the shadow of the rock. Hit them up tomorrow starting at 11. Get your pregame on. Southern Miss Volleyball will open Conference USA play tonight against Marshall up in Huntington, West Virginia. Lady Eagles take on the Thundering Herd at 5 p.m. Tennis is getting underway. The ladies will begin out in Dallas, Texas at the SMU Fall Invitational. They'll be competing uh, against SMU, South Carolina, Kansas, Wichita State, Arkansas, and Texas San Antonio. Men's tennis gets underway with the Southern Miss Invitational at 10 a.m., uh, tomorrow, UAB, William Carey, Alabama, among the teams uh, that will be uh, competing against the men's tennis team. Women's uh, soccer dropped a heartbreaker last night against North Texas. Coach Moe and the Lady Eagles uh, fall one uh, to 
nothing and uh, fall to five and five on the year, uh, but getting ready uh, to turn around and play Florida Atlantic uh, next week on October 4th. Men's basketball officially tomorrow. We know they've been practicing a lot, but the first day of fall practice tomorrow. And, guys, I, I feel like, and I feel like you, a lot of excitement for Jay Ladner and this Southern Miss basketball squad. Yeah, buddy of mine just uh, bought his season ticket package. said, man, the first couple of weeks that season tickets are on sale, man, the, the like, best prices you can get all year long. So now's the time to jump on that. Hey, I want to remind everybody uh, before we get off the air that tomorrow at 2 o'clock we will be right behind Southern Hall. We'll be having our uh, veterans tailgate along with our friends from Keith Superstores, from Hooters, and from Papa John's Pizza. We've got a brand-new stash of Eagle Hour T-shirts. We want to give a lot of those away. We've got some Super Talk T-shirts, great food, lots of snacks, wings, uh, pizza, and you'll Coca-Cola pa- and you'll, you'll pass us right as you're going to the stadium. Right. I mean, we're so right there. So who's invited? Anybody that is an active or retired military member, their families, they're welcome. And, and the purpose of it is to provide you with a good uh, pregame meal and some fellowship and give us an opportunity to thank you for what you've done for the country. So we're right behind Southern Hall, under the big oak trees, I understand. Yep, right, right there. It's, it's really yeah. pretty behind Southern Hall. Uh, Southern Miss has played UTEP 11 times. Golden Eagles lead the series 7-4. to four. They played in 1954 in the Sun Bowl. UTEP won that one. And then in 1988, Brett Favre, Jim Stump Taylor, and the rest of that crew defeated them in the Independence Bowl. Didn't play really again for 20 years. Have played nine times since 2007. Golden Eagles have won the last four games, including last year, 39-7. to seven. Um, I didn't make my pick, so I think the Eagles will. I think the biggest thing tomorrow, uh, last comment about Southern Miss and just mention a few NFL stuff, I, I, want them to, I want them to start fast and I want them to finish, and when they, when they smell blood in the water, I want them to put the game away. I want them to not let UTEP back in the game with foolish stuff. If you get a big lead, keep a big lead. I feel like that's what we've been lacking you know, in the last couple of years, and it would do me really well you know, to, to see that tomorrow night. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know that the, I don't know that this team has taken on that personality yet, though, Luke. You know, I, think it's, I, I think this is a very, very much blue-collar, a win is a win, you know. Would like to cover, but let's let's crawl before we can walk, walk yeah. before we can run, you know. I'm talking about the state of a program, you know. For the last three or four years, I, I want to see a Jay Hodson team smell it, take care of it, finish it, you know. Yeah. All right, a um, couple NFL games for you men, the Redskins, zero and three on the year. But I was pulling for them Monday night, Bob, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, taking on Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. If you don't get this one, Bob, you guys yeah. might as well hang it up. I have to believe that the Redskins will bounce back and beat the lowly New York Giants. Yeah, boy, you said that with such enthusiasm and belief. <laughs> <laughs> one in ten since Alex. They were six and two when Alex Smith broke his leg. They're one in ten since then. If you don't think quarterbacks are important, they absolutely are. And all the rules, you know, the right. Brady's going to be back there till he's sixty. They'll keep making rules to bring Tom Brady back. And you know? uh, this Sunday night, we have your Houdats. The big one. Against the Dallas Cowboys, who I think have a good team, but right now are vastly overrated because they just really haven't beaten any really competitive teams. Michael Murgis, I think the Houdats take care of the Cowboys yeah, Sunday night. Without question. This is it. Kelly? I, I don't know. You, the thing is, I just, the, the, going back to the book, you think the Saints are getting three points at home. 
Mm-hmm. Now that to me, just, that stinks to high heaven because that should never happen. The Saints being an underdog at home. All right, so you'd think naturally everybody's going to jump on the Saints. Well, the bookies don't make money yeah, like that. Right. All right, so they they might know something that that we don't know. Obviously, we're cheering for the Saints. Uh, but it wouldn't so what do you say? Dak's completing seventy five percent of his passes, which you know. Wow. But but when my when my wife heard you say that, she just texted me, Kelly, who dat. So whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. two words to it. Who dat? Uh, I think the, the Saints. Monday night. I think Saints will will pull it out um, pretty close at at home. Vikings at the Bears. Michael Morgan's quick pick on that. Why do you even ask? The Bears. The Bears. I know you're going to pick, Bears. but I didn't know if you wanted to add anything to oh, it. No. You, you did. You said Vikings. So that, that and then the Lowlies Monday Night Football matchup: the zero and three Steelers oh, host oh, the zero oh, and three oh, Bengals. Someone is going away one and three. Someone. I'll tell you who it is. It'll be the Steelers. Who you like, Kelly? I like the Bengals, but the Steelers will win. The Steelers have beaten the Bengals nine straight times. Steelers. Make it ten on Monday. Luke? Bengals! Oh, what? Bengals. All right. He's just doing that to be hey, nice. Hey, thanks to Slade and all the guys down here at 4th Street Bar and Grill. It is a great place I'm just, to come enjoy good food. I'm and just good staying time. here till game there time tomorrow. You know? We'll be back uh, Monday at 1 o'clock. Until then, everyone, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. top. into the Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.